05 and 06 I deployed to Kuwait I used to wait every day for them to say Nature going home I miss my life, miss my wife For 15 months she was all alone But when I got back I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be so I invested in myself I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this and we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm called to be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey Bailey Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. We got Stephen Goldberg here with us uh, out of Denver, Colorado. Welcome, Stephen. Thanks for being here. <clears throat> Thanks so much for having me. You bet. Uh, top into it. So Championship Leadership, as you know, is the name of the podcast. What comes to mind for you when you hear Championship Leadership? I, I think for me, um, leadership in general and championship or great leadership is really about having a, a strong sense of core values and ethics and living those every day and kind of leading from the front with those and combining that with a, a strong sense of purpose um, and being able to communicate that to your team and kind of drive everyone in the same direction. Yeah, absolutely, man. I love that. What's uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit, of, you know, for the listeners that aren't familiar with who you are or what you're up to, like a little bit about your path and journey and and how that's gotten you to where you are today and, you know, what is it that you're up to today? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I kind of stumbled into technology. It was not um, a very, um, it wasn't a planned thing. I just, uh, I was kind of always a nerd and a geek and started playing with computers at a very young age. And um, I had some family in the industry, did some internships at, you know, when I was 13, 16 with a number of different companies and worked at some large software companies along the way. Um, I think what led me down the more entrepreneurial path um, was that I'm not a very good employee, probably, and uh, I uh, I am not very good at listening to other people. It's something I've had to work on for the last 40 years, um, and uh, probably just my stubbornness. Um, but as I got tired of working for other people and not being able to do what I wanted, um, around that same time, I kind of with my co-founders, um, had an idea around how to make application development and databases and sort of um, make modern development easier. Um, and we sat on the idea for a long time. And after no one did it, and we were kind of wanted to create a new type of company that ran in a new kind of way and different, a place that we wanted to work at, we launched HarperDB. And today we have... Uh, about 100,000 developers using our platform 
and work in um, industries like gaming and telecommunications and um, defense um, and areas like that, um, making developers' lives easier while uh, lowering latency and reducing cost. Oh wow, awesome! Mm -hmm. What's the name? What's the name of your company? Uh, it's called Harper DB. Yeah. Okay. Harper DB. Very cool. What's uh? Who are some of the championship leaders that have, you know, come across your path in your life, have impacted you, you know, directly or indirectly, but, you know, and then always more so like, what's the, what's some of the characteristics that really stand out to you about those individuals and, and maybe some of those characteristics that you've taken to help mold who you are as a leader? That's a, a great question. Um, I think, um, you know, the, the most important boss I ever had and leader that I ever worked with was a woman named Sarah Wang when I worked at Red Hat. Um, she was uh, an incredible mentor, boss, and leader. Um, she, you know, invested strongly in her people from a mentorship perspective, from a development perspective, but did so in a very, while also maintaining a strong sense of discipline and leadership at the same time, um, and um, shaped a lot of who I am today, I think, in the way that I work, um, you know, would give me books to read, would suggest things that would broaden my perspective and horizon, while also kind of really pushing me to be kind of excel and grow in my potential and yet at the same time also teaching me how to be more empathetic with the people around me. Um, I think that was a huge positive influence. I've also, I'll be really honest, um, some of the really terrible leaders that I've worked with have influenced me probably more than the positive yeah. ones. Yeah. Uh, I've worked with, you know, leaders who lacked vision and lacked values. And, you know, I'd go into meetings where they'd make up what we did as a company on the spot and shift directions chasing shiny objects and kind of sell snake oil and i'd be left holding the bag on that and i think those really negative experiences influenced me dramatically um i would say satya nadell's book i can't I'm, I'm embarrassed i can't remember the name of it but it was sort of the theme of it was about empathetic leadership that was a huge influence on me as well yeah. uh and taught me a lot and made me reflect on how I was interacting with other people. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, yeah, well, a lot of times we think of the positive influences that we've had or impact we've had from people. But uh, I think there is just as much to learn from some of the leaders that some of the not so powerful leaders that we've had experience with and how not to go about certain things, you know, when we have the opportunity to to lead so yeah that's I, lo I love that you brought that up um what is the vision for you and and what you guys are up to and and uh, what you're building you know i think vision is definitely a core characteristic when we talk about um championship leadership and and you know oftentimes the best leaders have the greatest vision almost one that people think is crazy from the outside right because they can't see it themselves and uh and then they have that courage to take action on a grand vision so what what maybe for you next five ten years um are you looking to do and create and uh what's more importantly the impact that you yeah, make no, through that it's a great question um yeah I, so i think we we've had a vision from the day we kind of started 
the company that we've really stayed course on for six years, which I think is a critically important part of being successful, as you said. And I, I would say that we haven't been courageous about it, but we are stubborn and um, uh, almost too stupid to uh, alter the course. <laughs> and yeah. so as a result, we've kind of stayed with it. Uh, our vision has always been that if you take an iPhone and you interact with it, a, a three-year-old child can figure out how to use an iPhone. However, what's inside of that is an extremely complex system that Apple has done a fantastic job of packaging in a simplistic way to make that an accessible thing. Computing, development, software uh, has similar characteristics in that it can be very, very complicated. But we as a in the world have a need for more and more developers and we're constantly short on engineers and developers. And because of that need, the, the demand far exceeds the supply. And as a result, uh, engineers don't have the experience when they come to work that they did 15 years ago. Um, so making tools that simplify the complexities of developing complex applications to make the future possible has kind of always been our vision. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, for example, we work in gaming and uh, making it so that gaming systems can be highly distributed around the world and lower the latency so that as you're interacting as a player in Buenos Aires with a player in Tokyo, we make that experience better. Uh, when you're watching TV, giving you a faster and better experience for that. If you're, you know, talking about defense related elements, um, you know, improving um, uh battlefield situational awareness by lowering latency in those situations and making analytics and decision-making possible. But all of that comes from creating a platform of simplifying those tools. While doing that from a business perspective, we started the company with four people. We then grew to 13 this year. We've more than doubled in size and we'll probably double again next year. But our goal is not to raise a ton of money um, like most companies burn that money and just grow a gigantic company. Um, for me, success looks like running a company with the smallest amount of people possible that can grow rapidly, rewarding those people tremendously, and having a team of primarily really high performers, but keeping a tight-knit small team that can be highly efficient. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. That's incredible. What, uh, what um, you know, think of a critical moment for you in your life where you know, kind of that fork in the crossroads where you did make the decision that you had, which has you where you are today, but had you not, you'd be in a very different place. I, I love this question because I think there's a lot of people in these moments and, and they draw power from like, man, how did other people decide in these moments? Like, uh, because oftentimes the challenge is you want to know which way to go before you take it, right? Because you want that security blanket, but that's not the way life works. So, uh, is there a moment that comes to mind? You can share with the listeners, the listener right yeah. now. I, I can share kind of a series of moments that are all kind of the same. And uh, yeah. I made the same decision and they had similar outcomes um, that come to mind strongly. You know, we've, as we've grown, had opportunities to take investment as well as, you know, opportunities to exit the company or be acquired. Um, and Every one of those would have made myself and my co-founders, you know, uh, significantly wealthier than we are today. Yeah. Um, 
And for the vast majority of them, we've turned them down, um, which I have always felt insane in the moment. Of <laughs> right. That. Yeah. And that's a very good example of I would have liked to have known what was going to happen later. Yeah. yeah. And often for a period of six months to a year afterwards, I've thought that I was the craziest person on the planet for having sure. done that. Yeah. But over time, realized that I followed my gut, followed that set of values and ethics that yeah. my co-founders and I share and that vision and stubbornly and stupidly followed that. And that led me to the right decision. And it's always been for the best, but those are some of the hardest decisions I've ever made and probably where all this gray hair in my beard has come <laughs> yeah. from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I love that. You know, a number of other successful business owner friends that have had some opportunities similar to yours to, to cash out maybe at a uh, earlier than they want to and very enticing offers and, and uh, have had the, the courage and the strength to, to turn it down, knowing the their value and what it can become. And, and, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, I can't put my, to put myself in that place and to think that I might have that same courage. I, I don't know that I would or not, but, uh, that's awesome to hear that. Um, so yeah, thanks for sharing that. What's, uh, as we start to kind of wrap this up, if there were like one or two things that you could leave with the listener that if they were to, you know, to apply and to put into their life right now, it would help move their life forward today. What might those be some guiding principles that you live by on a daily basis? Yeah, I think I've, I've mentioned one of them kind of a couple of times, but I think, you know, trying to develop a strong sense of empathy uh, while also being able to set boundaries, I think is probably one of the strongest things that I, I focus on. Um, I think personal accountability is probably the thing I'm most dogmatic about. And I yeah. think it's kind of go hand in hand because uh, accountability without empathy is really just tyranny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that what I really try and develop in myself and develop in the leaders in our team is trying to have that strong sense of accountability and the self-awareness to take that accountability, I think are the most important things that we really focus on. Um, we also, you know, are pretty dogmatic about transparency, which at first is extremely scary. Um, but over time, when you develop that, it's the probably strongest thing to developing a high-performing team. Yeah. What's that? Where, where's that? You know, I mean, I think those two are really uh, qualities that need to be worked on for almost everyone, right? I mean, those are... I think they're, I love them. I, th I think those are two really powerful qualities to have and to practice on a daily basis, but take some time for most of us to get to a point where we, where we're doing that. What, what, what was that process like for you? I, I think having um, people who in my life who have done a good job of holding me accountable, but in a kind and empathetic way has helped me look at myself and, and grow. I think that, um, you know, I, I am an anxious person. I'm significantly less anxious than I used to be. Yeah. Um, I think one of the ways that I worked on my anxiety was I realized that the more transparent I was, it was very scary in the moment, but left me with significantly less anxiety. Yes. Uh, yeah. And 
yeah, leaning into that and trying to work through that anxiety. I sleep a lot better at night. Yeah. I'm much more comfortable. I know that whatever I told a partner, a customer, an employee, a friend, that I can live by that because I was honest and transparent. Um, and that transparency and accountability go together really strongly. When you're extremely honest with people, it's easy to be accountable. Um, you know, obviously therapy has been a big help in that. Sure. Um, yeah. And just having a good group of people around you who you can have a real dialogue with and hold one another accountable and grow together, I, I think is really important. Yeah, excellent, man. Uh, yeah, thank you for for kind of diving a little deeper into that for me and uh, appreciate it. What's, uh, what are some ways that we can, you know, find, I don't know if you're on social media, you get a website or what's the best place to to go to, to you know, for more about you and what you guys are up to? Yeah. I, I mean, uh, so our website is just harperdb.io. We're on social media everywhere is harperdb. And um, my Twitter handle is just S Goldberg. So you can find me there and harperdb. And um, okay. yeah, uh, I, um, I don't know how exciting the stuff we put out is unless you're in the technical world, but uh, we try yeah, our well. best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, for those people in that world, I, I, um, and there's, I'm sure a number of them are here today. So yeah. uh Thank you, Stephen. Been a, been a pleasure. Uh, Love our time together. I appreciate you uh, being here. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. And, and for the listener right now, you know, if you want more incredible content and and to hear from incredible experts and, and inside of uh, championship leadership like Stephen today, please don't go anywhere. Stay, stay right here for the next episode. We appreciate you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait I used to wait every day for them to say Nature going home I missed my life, missed my wife For 15 months she was all alone But when I got back I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be so I Invested in myself, I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this and we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm called to be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast